Hello, and welcome again to the Historian's Miscellany. I sure hope you are enjoying listening to this weird collection of tales that make you stop and think. We are really starting to hit our stride and gaining more listeners as this just being our fifth episode. At the time of this recording, we have reached 23 U.S. states and are even seeing a couple fans in the U.K. Yes, that's you, Gloucestershire and Bristol. I <laughs> hope I didn't botch the pronunciation on that. I don't know about you, but I'm still reeling when I found out in the last episode that my great-great-aunt was a serial killer. Today, though, we're going to stay in my home state of Nebraska. We are going to have a bunch of stories from Nebraska because they are those things that I have heard someone talking about over the almost three decades of living in the state. They've obviously piqued my interest, so I wanted to find out more about them. Thanks a ton for listening and hope to keep you coming back. On to episode 5, The Lucky 15. The date is March 1st, 1950. Our story takes us to the town of Beatrice, Nebraska. This is a fairly small town that is about 200 people shy of 12,000 back at that time. Today, Beatrice is almost seen as a bedroom community for Lincoln as it is situated just over 40 miles south of there. As the late winter evening is drawing to a close, at 7.25 p.m. to be exact, a very large explosion rocks the entire town. Power goes out all over the town. Windows are shattered for a considerable distance. The local radio station is unable to continue to broadcast. When the spoken fire cleared, all learned that the West Side Baptist Church was at the epicenter of this explosion. The walls had been blown outward. The roof had collapsed on top of what was the church. The realization that choir practice started five minutes ago sends chills through all that knew it was taking place. Nobody could have survived that devastating explosion. Reverend Klimple was standing outside as people rushed to see what had happened. He just knew that the fate of those choir members had been decided. Or had it? As the firemen searched through the rubble to see if there were any survivors and to recover the dead, not a single body was found. Were they blown far away? Did they disintegrate with the blast? What had happened? What was the cause of the blast? The fire department eventually determined that a natural gas leak was most likely from the furnace that was just started that was the cause. When the whole story unfolded, they all realized that not one single choir member, though, was in the church for practice. Most were known to always be punctual. As a matter of record, all tended to be on time on a regular basis. But on this one scary night, all 15 people that were supposed to be in the church for that choir practice were at least five minutes late. We're going to tell the story of each of those people here. You can decide if it was Providence that intervened in the form of a miracle or if this was just a combination of a bunch of good things to happen that didn't seem such good luck at the time. This is the story 
of the Lucky 15. The first three that are part of the Lucky 15 are the Klempel family. Reverend Walter Klempel, Eunice, and Marilyn. The Reverend returned home after starting the furnace at the church to get it warmed up. During dinner, young Marilyn spilled part of her dinner on her dress and soiled it beyond what Mrs. Klempel would allow to wear to choir practice. Therefore, her mother couldn't bear having her go to church, even for choir practice, in a soiled dress. She ironed a different one, and this short delay caused them to be just a few minutes late. Herbert Kipf, number four, was trying to get a letter in the mail on time. He planned to be a few minutes late, deciding that he could drop it off on the way. He actually would have been ahead of time, but Herbert decided that he just had to mail off this important letter. Because he stopped to do this, he was spared from being in the explosion. When he was later asked why it was so important, Herbert stated, I can't think why. Lucille Jones and Dorothy Wood, numbers five and number six, usually went to practice together and were always early. Yet on this day, Lucille found herself so fascinated by a program that she was listening to on the radio that she missed her usual time to leave the house, and that slight delay made Dorothy late as well. Joyce Black, number seven, who lived across the street from the church, was ready but too tired to get up. She lived so close that her windows were blown out by the blast and objects were thrown about. Black would later say of her odd lateness, I was just plain lazy, so I kept putting off going out the door. At last, I couldn't put it off any longer, and when I opened up the door, our church disintegrated. LaDonna Vandergrift, number eight, was simply having trouble with the geometry problem. A sophomore in the local high school, she'd never been late a day for choir practice, but on that evening, she had been stumped by a problem on her geometry homework and was so absorbed in it that she lost track of time and wanted to finish it before she had left. Her friend and fellow choir member, Rowena Estes, number nine, and her sister, Sadie, number 10, were having car trouble that day. Unable to get the vehicle to start no matter what they did, and oddly, they called LaDonna for a ride, which she could not do in a timely fashion because of that homework that she was working on. Therefore, all three of them were late, and, well, it saved their lives. Mrs. Leonard Schuster, number 11, would have ordinarily arrived at about 7.20 with her daughter Susan, number 12. But on this particular evening, she had to go to her mother's house to help her get ready for a missionary meeting. Because his wife was away, Harvey All, number 13, was taking care of his two sons. He was going to take them to practice with him, but somehow he got wound up talking. When he looked at his watch, he saw that he was already late. Marilyn Paul, number 14, the pianist, had planned to arrive half an hour early. However, she fell asleep after dinner. 
and when her mother awakened her at 7.15, she only had time to tidy up and start out. And she was late. Martha Paul, number 15, the choir director and Marilyn's mother, was simply late because Marilyn was. She had tried unsuccessfully to awaken her earlier. The devastated church has since been rebuilt, with no sign of the devastation that once tore through here. But the miraculous events that unfolded around the Lucky 15 have not been forgotten, and the case has appeared on TV shows such as Unsolved Mysteries and Beyond Belief. How is it that 15 different people, all known for their punctuality, all happen to be late on this one night? Many of them for odd reasons, and in some cases, just barely managing to miss that five-minute window between 7.20 and what would have been their grisly deaths at 7.25. What are the odds that not a single one of them was in that building when it was destroyed? Was this just a random, freak coincidence? Or were there other forces at work? Happenings like this can really strengthen your belief in providence. I bet church attendance was at an all-time high for many years after this incident. Whether an actual miracle or an unlikely one-in-a-million stroke of dumb luck, the weird case of the lucky 15 will probably inspire wonder and awe for some time to come and make one really think about what coincidences and miracles really are. Thanks again for listening to this inspirational story. I can't say enough of how inspired I am by the encouraging remarks. I just hope that these little snippets of fun on my end are enjoyed by all of you. Tune in next episode when we go over a real missing persons case. Maybe your interest in this can help bring clues that will bring peace to the family. At least it will bring some awareness to the case. Give us your feedback on our Facebook page, The Historian's Miscellany, or on Twitter, at Sid the Historian. We would really like to hear your suggestions. In between this episode and the next, just remember, stay curious.